Hello, everybody. It's Christian with Onyx. Uh, brace yourselves for this adrenaline-fueled thrill ride we like to call <laughs> Onyx Test Bench. Woo-hoo! I am joined, as always, by Jennifer Upton. Jen, how are you today? I'm well. Hello, everybody. So today um, we have a topic that, you know, sometimes it can be, um, depending on how you look at it, harder to talk about. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's super important. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are we talking about? Parental controls. Parental controls. We get this question a lot sure. with what we do, and it's very sensitive and personal mm-hmm. and held close to the chest, and I think it's something that everybody should consider. Yeah, absolutely. So um, with electronics and technology and all that kind of stuff, there are a lot of different um, approaches, a lot of different things that you might need to either have direct control over mm-hmm. or at least some monitoring yeah. or just kind of limiting what your kids can access mm-hmm. depending on, you know, the choices that you've made in your home as far as parenting and all that's concerned. Yeah. So um, the first thing um, that I really wanted to talk about in this, and this is something that I use a lot mm-hmm. at my house um, personally, and it is uh, being able to control the Wi-Fi, being able to control your kids' access to the network. Yeah, this is probably the biggest ask mm-hmm. that we have when it comes to network. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, with the uh, network equipment that we prefer, mm-hmm. um, it has this uh, service attached to it. It's called Oversee. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is a, a an app for the homeowner, mm-hmm. um, which in, the, in this case is me. And it lets me set up uh, kind of a user for everybody in my household. So me, my wife, and my three kids, we each have a user mm-hmm. in this app. It's just an app that I pulled my phone. I actually use it all the time. Um, and so like my daughter, mm-hmm. my daughter has got an iPad. She's got an iPhone. She's yeah. got her computer. She's got an Apple TV, mm-hmm. right? Those are kind of the things that, that are associated the way with they are, she, okay. that she interacts with technology mm-hmm. or those things. Those are all associated with her in the app okay. and at 10 o'clock at night or whenever her bedtime is, or whatever, set up on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, the internet to all of those things just stops. So great. Just grinds to a halt. Yeah, it's yeah. bedtime. Mm-hmm. Do you need to be yeah. lying uh, in your bed at three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, um, watch, you know, reading, well, going to internet, whatever, yeah. whatever no. you're doing on the bedtime. internet? No, you know, as adults, mm-hmm. um, we uh, are, are probably, hopefully, going to be making better decisions. All that kind of stuff. We may <laughs> lay around in bed <laughs> in the middle of the night, Instagram, looking at your, your social media for <laughs> sure. But you know, we're talking about our, our kids, the children. Yes, yeah, our they kids. need to be ready for. Ready for bed and ready for the next school day. Yeah. And that's definitely something that needs to be controlled. And this whole thing really started because um, my middle son was having mm-hmm. some problems in school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is the deal? And he's like, I'm just so tired. And I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about? You went to bed at like 10 o'clock last night. Like, yeah. what's the uh-huh, deal? Uh-huh. And as the truth came out, um, he really enjoys uh, watching other people play Minecraft on YouTube mm. or whatever. And so, like, it was still the wee hours of the morning. It was watching stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And so once we shut that down, uh-huh. um, you know, no Back problems anymore. Self. Yeah, absolutely. Time for some oversight. So uh, within that app, say that it's uh, we're on vacation mm-hmm. or um, – you know, it's uh, some specials going on or whatever. And they're like, she has, my daughter has friends over or mm-hmm. something. And they're like, dad, can we keep the internet going or whatever yeah, like for a while? Party. I'm like, yeah, no problem. I mm-hmm. just pull open the app. I find her user and I just say, you know, extend an hour, mm-hmm. you know, turn on until I say turn off or just whatever. There's like a bunch of different. It's easy to a, use. A lot of flexibility there. Super easy to mm-hmm. use. Uh, it's fantastic. 
Um, so you can set up uh, some different controls as far as content and stuff through there. I don't, I don't mess mm-hmm. with that a whole bunch mm-hmm. through that. So you can, you can really drill down and, mm-hmm. and get to exactly what you want to do, or you can kind of have it general. Is Absolutely. that what I'm understanding? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and through that same app, if you have uh, the right kind of power control equipment and stuff, you can set up things in that app to where, you know, you can power cycle your internet, you can power cycle your TVs and stuff okay. like that. So mm-hmm. there's other stuff in that app, but we mainly use it for uh, being able to control and monitor the Wi-Fi. I like that. What was the app called? It is Oversee Home. Oversee Oversee Home. is O-V-R-C. Oh, tricky. Yeah, okay. Oversee Home. It works with all the arachnus okay. Wi-Fi equipment. Um, it's it's great. Lovely. It's fantastic. So the next thing is everybody who listens to this podcast knows we love Apple TVs. Yes. Uh, as far as accessing all of your entertainment options, we're into Apple mm-hmm. TV. Probably a broken record at this yeah, point. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast and you have not gotten an Apple TV, we have literally failed. Yes. So <laughs> yes. get an Apple TV. They're amazing. <laughs> so great. Oh, my goodness. They're yeah. so great. How Anyways. do you handle parental control within the Apple TV? So the Apple TV itself, right, as far as its access to the iTunes store and mm-hmm. all that, if you go into the Apple TV settings, mm-hmm. then you can get to the different parental control options. Okay. You can go through and you can say on TVs and movies, I don't want anything over, uh, you know, this rating limit. Okay. I don't want, uh, you know, just R rating movies, you know, whatever you mm-hmm. can, you can kind of, you can adjust some of that. You can make it to where you have to have a pin code to access that kind of content. Okay. You can have it to where you have to have a uh, pin code to download apps mm-hmm. or make in-app purchases and things Smart. like that. So your kiddos can't go watch Apple TV and start downloading a bunch of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just, yeah especially because really, you know, it's easy to get into things that you're not supposed to. Totally. As a young person, yes. I know this from experience. Yes, you're so, curious. Um, you want to see what you can get away with. Absolutely. Just don't put the temptation out there. A little parental control goes a long way on this stuff. Definitely. Um, if you do use something like a YouTube TV or mm-hmm. DirecTV Now or some other streaming service, those streaming service apps mm-hmm. are going to have their own set of parental controls. Mm, I so, think this is important. So yeah. Apple TV parental control is separate from your streaming services apps that are on Apple TV. So right. you need to do it twice. Yeah. So okay. on YouTube TV, mm-hmm. you want to go through and set it there. Okay. Along with if you have Hulu, mm-hmm. if you have Netflix, if you have whatever else, you're going to want to go into those and see what the parental control options. They're usually easy to find. Excellent. If you get into menu or settings or mm-hmm. just start chasing anything like that, okay, you're going to find them. Uh, we're probably going to throw together some videos on kind of our, our favorites, the Great. big ones on how to do some parental control okay. stuff. Um, we'll post that to our Facebook account. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so just remember, just because you've said it once on the Apple TV, that doesn't apply across the board. To all the apps to on everything. Apple TV. Yeah, because okay. each app has a That's separate helpful. service. Yeah. Okay. So something to think about there. Um As far as parental controls, and this one is a little bit different Mm -hmm. than just going in and doing settings and stuff. And uh, we talk about this kind of thing quite a bit on here just because really to our clients, um, this just, it just gets used so much Mm -hmm. all the time. And it is the cameras. Yeah. On your house. Everybody's always using the cameras. Yeah. There's such a great way to be able to handle some parental control. Sure. You want to know uh, when and how many people were in your pool last night? You want this to know when mm-hmm. somebody maybe pulled up at the house and got home yeah. last night or when they left or um, you're on vacation mm-hmm. and what is happening at the house, all those kinds of yes. things or whatever. Um, you know, it's your house. 
if you want to keep yeah. an eye on it, by all means, keep an eye on it. Probably need house. to know what pool party is happening sure. on the weekends. And this doesn't mean that it's your kids. We've had people <laughs> so true. who, when you're on vacation, the neighbor kids are having a pool party at your house. And so you would not know. No, the only reason you know, cameras. and the, the reason why we got notified about it, like, Christian, uh, my pool furniture got moved around while we were uh-huh. gone. Can you just check it out and see yeah. what's going on? Uh, I already knew what had happened yeah. because it, this happens. <laughs> we get this from time to time. It happens, yeah. So getting some cameras mm-hmm. that have uh, some nice analytics to where they can send you notifications mm-hmm. if there is some motion or somebody's moved into a perimeter or something like that with a good app for remote access. Yeah. There are a lot of cameras out there, and the app that you use to look at the cameras mm-hmm. and recordings on the cameras is not good. And what's the use of having them if the recordings aren't great? Seriously. If They're you can't get to it, yeah, why is it even there? Yeah. Um, so work with your AV professional, mm-hmm. if it's us, if it's whoever, um, and just having some cameras on key areas mm-hmm. that uh, are easy to access and use. Yeah. And even better, if they can send you notifications via text that... Um, or whenever something important has happened. Yeah. Somebody's on your front porch. Somebody's gotten into your backyard. Somebody's pulled up in your driveway. Broken curfew. Whatever it is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a big deal. <laughs> so um, another thing on the parental controls is going to be smart locks. These are so great. Yeah. So why are the smart locks in this category? Um, it is really nice to receive a notification whenever your kids got home from school yeah. or whenever somebody has unlocked the door mm-hmm. on a, you know, a weekend or something, yeah. uh, coming home at night and whatever, just for peace of mind mm-hmm. on your side, being able to pull open uh, your your app for your smart lock and just make sure, oh, look, the house is locked up. Um, if you've got an app for your security system or if you're using uh, HomeKit, mm-hmm. um, uh, something that uh, you can do with HomeKit is you can ask Siri and she'll give you feedback mm-hmm. on the state of things. Yeah. Like you can ask her if your security system armed. Mm-hmm. You can ask her if your front door is locked mm-hmm. and she'll be like, Yes or no, or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you can go ahead and control it from there too. It's just um, so helpful. It's a pretty neat deal. I love um, that everybody can have their own user code. So mm-hmm. you know, if Clint came home from school or if Courtney came home from school, you know exactly who is coming and going. Sure. Um, we use it for the housekeeper, mm-hmm. so I know exactly the arrival and the departure time and date, and it can text you, which is mm-hmm. so nice. Um, we use them all the time. Sure. And with most of the smart locks now, if you need to give somebody temporary access Mm -hmm. for some reason, you've got a friend who's staying with you for the weekend. You've got, you know, you really need to let a plumber in the house and you can't be there, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like there's a lot of things that you can do now to send them a pin code and it's only going to work from this time to this time and it will stop working after this date. That's great. Um, It really is a nice feature. Mm -hmm. Some of the locks that we have used. Mm -hmm. And Onyx include uh, the Yale, mm-hmm. uh, which now they integrate really heavily with Nest. Yeah. Uh, and that integration, um, it's supposed to work really well. We usually use ours with HomeKit, mm-hmm. and so we don't interact with that side very much. But all the reviews are really, really good on that. Schlage yeah, makes a, a lot brand. of uh, really solid smart locks, mm-hmm. and they've been making locks forever. Yeah, uh, So name. just the lock side on that is really good. And then uh, August. Yeah, kind of new to the game, right? Yeah, they mm-hmm. make locks that where you don't have to actually change out your whole lock. You just kind of put a piece on the inside. It gives you control. Pretty so neat. it's great for renters. It's mm-hmm. great for condos, you know, stuff like that. So uh, those three locks are really great. So our privacy tip of the week 
And this one um, is going to start off sounding like really obvious, but then I'm going to kind of dig into it just okay. a smidge. So be careful who you give your Wi-Fi password to. Oh, yes. So we you th- get this. Yeah, all the time. time. Mm-hmm. It's almost like people will just like, oh, can I get your Wi-Fi password so I can, I need to hop on. you just don't think about it, right? Yeah. Like and, when somebody asks you for your password, you just don't think what you're opening yourself up to. And sometimes even, I think that there's a little bit of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like somebody asks you, you're like, you're like, Ooh. um, it would be really weird for me to say, no, I don't trust you. So yeah. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Um, so just, um, what, uh, what I personally like to do, like the scenario that mm-hmm. I like to see set up is all of the stuff that you need to get on your Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So say that you've got TVs mm-hmm. or Apple TVs, you've got thermostats, cameras. you've got a camera thing, you've got, um, just all the different devices, you've got mm-hmm. pool equipment, whatever things around your house that you need to have on your Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. like, um, if, if you've got a, if you've got a, like a nice Wi-Fi system where you can make it like they call them SSIDs, which that just basically means like a Wi-Fi name. Okay. So like mm-hmm. on our equipment, we can have eight mm-hmm. different Wi-Fi names and each one of those names has a different password. That way you can separate. Yeah. You separate have separate and organize. And so let's say that you've got the Smiths, right? Mm-hmm. And so the Smiths have their AV network. Mm-hmm. And so all of those things, your pool, thermostats, TVs, uh, music stuff, HomePods, whatever, they're all on that network. Mm-hmm. It has got uh, like a randomly generated, say it's 24 character password. Super secure. Something really secure. You never have to change that one. Yeah. Why? Because you've got another one mm-hmm. that your family uses mm-hmm. for their phones, for their computers, iPods, computers for whatever you like. Gaming and systems. that one is still going to have access to use things like AirPlay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be able to, um, you know, interact like if, if you've got different people who are uh kids that are wanting to play video games together mm-hmm. across like consoles or on iphones or something mm-hmm. they're going to be able to see each other if you've got a yeah. guest network those tend to isolate each yeah. device so they wouldn't be able to see each other they won't be able to play mm-hmm. with okay. each other mm-hmm. and so that's why you don't use a guest network for everything mm-hmm. so you've got that network that your family uses if you have to give that password out and then in in a month you're like e everybody and their dog has this password yeah. i need to change it you don't have to log into your pool equipment uh, and that change is that. A disaster. You don't have to log in to every TV in your house. Mm-hmm. You don't have to log into your thermostats and change the password. I have been on jobs where there are 40 or 50 things on the network. Changing that Wi Fi password uh, will ruin your life, yeah, is what it feels it's terrible. like. It's I like, think that's when we started coming up with this new absolutely. practice of separating out the network. It's the same mm-hmm. network, but separating out the logins and passwords so that yeah. you can. It's maintainable at that point. Sure. Like at, at first we would do it and be like very nonchalant. Sure, I can change your password. Mm-hmm. Clickety click. Password's different. Yeah. And then it, then the calls start filtering. Christian, I can't print anymore. Yeah. Christian, I, I can't I can't log into my security <laughs> system and arm it. I can't do this and that. And all of a sudden you realize the implications of change. Yeah, so it's a big deal. Being able to segment off that mm-hmm. your network to do things like that. It can just, it can make your life much more uh, simple. Yeah, much more um, secure. And secure. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that's really what we're worried about here. Um, Because when everybody has your Wi-Fi password, but you're like, is it worth it? Is Is changing it worth it? it? Um, That's a terrible question to ask. That's a bad place to be in. You're you're, you're being held hostage by your your Wi-Fi password. That's a rough situation. Anyway. What's our gadget this week? Gadget of the week is, okay, so... um, there used to be an app called Our Pact. 
oh, that yeah. we I used this one when my kids were smaller, yeah. and it was really great because you put like the parent app on your phone, and then you put some stuff on the kids' phones, and it, it lets you kind of schedule when different apps would work. Mm-hmm. And so, if I wanted YouTube to go away at a certain time, or if I wanted to be like, I only want my kids to be able to play Minecraft for an hour a day mm-hmm. or something like some you could set up all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But our pact apparently wasn't following some of the requirements that Apple has. And so they got kicked off the Apple store. So okay. they're gone. So there is another one, which is very similar to it. Um, and it's called Zift. Zift. Like Z- Z-I-F-T. Z-I-F-T. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing where you put the parent app on your device. Okay. You put the kids app on their devices, mm-hmm. and then you can go through and um, you can um, put schedules okay. on when different apps can be used. You can put time limits mm-hmm. on how much different things can be used. Um, you can be alerted if apps are installed. So say... Oh, I like that feature. Yeah. Say to my son, I'm like, hey, uh, Boyo, I don't yeah. think it's a great idea that you have Snapchat yeah. on your phone because right. uh, an anonymized... Being able to send pictures that disappear, right? that probably no. leads to only good things. Um, so um, <laughs> let's not have Snapchat on your phone. Yeah. He's like, sure, Dad. Mm-hmm. As soon as he goes and downloads it, uh, I get a notification. Yeah, that, he's that is in, so nice. He's installed an app on his phone. Um, you can get alerts to whenever mature content mm-hmm. has been accessed through a web browser. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going to toss this out there. Um, it has been estimated that 30% of all internet traffic is mature adult content. So they could get into it and not even know what they're doing. I don't know how many times, like, I'll be talking to my wife or somebody about something, and I'm like, oh, don't Google that. Yeah. Because immediately (laughs) you're like, like, oh, that Google result could be very questionable if you don't have safe search turned on. Seriously, like... If you just go look up Google Images because you're trying to find something, you can put something innocent in there uh-huh. and crazy things can come back. Like uh-huh. so just being nice feature. careful yeah. about all of that, making sure that your kids, um, you know, they're not going to get sucked into anything yeah. crazy like that. And also um, the the Internet in the world, um, you know, is full of people who are going to use very great, wonderful things. For bad to stuff. To lure you in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So out there. So just knowing that you're 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 keeping an eye on, you're you're limiting your kids' access mm-hmm. to things and all that kind of stuff. Of course, depending on what's age appropriate, you know. Naturally. Like your kids are gonna hate it, but at least you have some peace of mind. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna have completely different parental controls for mm-hmm. a five year old than you are for a ten year old. Naturally. Than you are for your eighteen year old. Yeah. Like whatever. So, you know might lead to some meaningful conversations sure, with your kiddos. Absolutely. Do what you feel is appropriate as a parent, mm-hmm. but just know all these things are available. Yeah. Zift. That's great. Z-I-F-T. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, like I said, very similar to the one that I used to use. Mm-hmm. I looked through all the reviews. They're all positive. So mm-hmm. it, it looks like a good one. Check it out. They have a free tier. If you okay. like the free tier, you can pay for some of the um, you know, the premium features mm-hmm. or whatever. But definitely. If you're using something for our listeners, if you're using something for parental control that we haven't talked about, we'd mm-hmm. love to hear about it. We'll post it on our community page on Facebook. Yeah, I would super love to hear mm-hmm. some people's kind feedback of a hot topic right now. on that. And also on just some of the other parental control things that are out there. If mm-hmm. anybody has questions yeah. or if you have uh, just experience with something that you want to throw out there, uh, I personally would, would be thrilled yeah, let us to hear know. from you. 
we're going to talk about it. So we've got all of our social medias out there mm-hmm. that you can. Instagram uh, and Facebook at Onyx Theaters. Right. With Contact with us. Um, if you want to check out our YouTube channel, we have got a plethora yeah. of videos out there that are all just helpful how-tos, mm-hmm. tips and tricks, uh, Onyx recommended things out there. I think it's a pretty solid challenge, Jen. Yeah. Uh, all of our video videos are short They're and sweet. So lovely. And you can just pop on and get the help you need and then be on your way. It's lovely. So uh, we do love that. We'll have um, we'll have uh, links to all that yes. on all of our social media stuff. So, Jen, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This was a good one. I, I think so, too. I, I think this a bunch was of questions. great out there. So I hope that everybody out there has a wonderful week. See you next week. Stay connected with Onyx, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To be a part of the conversation, join our Facebook group, Onyx Podcast Community.